Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Last time on Lakeshore and Limbo. The door opens and a man in hospital scrubs stands panting at the threshold. The man produces a phone and with trembling fingers pulls up a picture of a pair of babies smiling up at the camera from a hospital bassinet. There were two kids in this crib where there shouldn't have been. There should only have been one. <laughs> we're not going to get to any trouble. We're not going to take the bait. I turn back to them. We might have to take this. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, who is this? Vince, it's Lucas. It's Detective Lucas. Lucas, it Samson has been an Of <laughs> the police. Vince, you've got 24 hours to get those babies back. And now. The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. That, that is the closest hospital to where I spend the most time, which is here, mm-hmm. which means that if I start to die, I am an old man. I can't get brought to that hospital because then I'll be arrested. Thank you, both of you. Is that your primary concern? What? Yes. Is your contingency of you start to die? Yes. That is the closest hospital to here. I can heal people. Oh, yeah, yeah that's like, right. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> no. It's, well, actually, yeah, we should it's actually. It's like 3.30 in the morning. You're right. Yeah, actually, that's Quick fair. Nap. Frank is also holding the other baby now, and he's, like, sitting in a chair, so they're just kind of levitating mm. and rocking. They're both changed. Oh, no. It's Frank again. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> you guys go to sleep, and the morning sun peeks through the windows of Melody Investigations. I shut off my alarm. <laughs> I wake up and, and push a can of tuna with my nose over to Vince. I open the can for her while pondering our next move. It's like, well, we have to get over to the Brentwoods immediately. My question is, and click open can, give it to Sassy. My question is, do we bring a baby and say... This is your baby. This is your baby. Do we... Okay, I'm going to throw this out here. Do we just tell them the truth? Do we say... I want to to get a sense of how much they're into this stuff. I pop my head up from my tuna can. Tuna all over your face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What if we tell them that someone stole their baby and we are in charge of finding it? Ooh, I like that a lot. Not the cops that would... Undoubtedly. Ooh, yes, they might already be visited by the cops. <laughs> already have talked to them. <laughs> Should we call our friend? <laughs> no, he won't. Because he's sitting on it for 24 hours. That's fair. I but I guess it's their baby, so that if they're investigating it, then they would look no, at would They have to talk to yeah, them. You're right. But we could say that we were hired by the hospital as private investigators mm-hmm, and kind of baby. Because cops. Because, yes. Oh, this for is Chicago okay. after. And, and security reasons, you often hire 
outside help just in case. Sure. Because what if the cops stole the babies? Yeah. Yeah. What if the people investigating the crime are the ones who really stole the babies? (laughs) Are we casting shade at the cops for that? (laughs) I just go right back into my chair. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it's about six in the morning. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to head over to the parents? I do want to head over. The problem is, how do we transport these babies? We Frank's a- got a handle on it. They're not coming here for another 24 hours. Well, less than that now. Frank, you uh, want to show off in front of your new lady? Or man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to assume. What the fuck is three knocks? <laughs> <laughs> Let's let the ghost have his private life. Um, I'm concerned about Frank. Uh, may I... Contact Sarah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vince, tell us a little bit about who Sarah is. Okay, so uh, a friend of mine who lives in our building, who once again, our office is a modified apartment. Uh, so there are people who live here. And former dry cleaner. Yeah, and former, this was a former dry cleaner. Um, this is uh, Reverend Sarah Hopespring, who is a former pastor. Uh, and she is a friend of mine uh, who we also have uh, long, long night talks because uh, both of theology and classic TV shows. Um, oh, yeah. And she lives in the building. And so I, I go over to, to Sarah's place and knock on her door. Oh, Vince, it's a little early, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Sarah, I'm sorry. I, I, we, have, we have a bit of a problem. Um, have I ever told you about my sister? Uh, no, I don't think you mentioned a sister. Yes, uh, yes. Well, my my, my sister Bonnie, uh, wonderful girl, a little flighty. Vince, didn't we watch Bonnie and Clyde the other night? I don't recall. Uh, my sister <laughs> Bonnie came by uh, with her husband, Cl- Clive, and uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they they brought my my uh, my two nephews and nieces. Uh, Nieces and Two girls, right? Yeah, nieces. Hi, hi, Abe. How you doing? Oh, good. How, how are you doing? Oh, Sorry, just got uh, out of bed. Anyway, but <laughs> as I said, they're a flighty couple, and they they left the babies for us to babysit. But also, they are now stuck on the side of the road, and I need to go get them. Oh, so could you possibly look after the children for just a couple hours? Oh yeah, I'd be happy to. Sure. Thank you so much. Uh, Yes, uh, if, you, if you need us, of course, uh, number, and of course, um, ignore anything that goes flying around the apartment randomly. It's the wind. Ah, uh, let's get... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Reverend Hope Springs walks down to the, your apartment in her bathrobe and just sort of... Uh, she she immediately likes the babies. She's, like, tickling their little tums, and they, they love her, and uh, Frank is standing jealously in the corner, though nobody can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you guys make your way off into the night, or early the morning, morning, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Into the morning. Yeah. yeah, the sun is just starting to rise, woods. and you guys make your way downtown. It's actually the address that Brent gave you is for an apartment complex called Niagara Towers. Sounds rich. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not that I care. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make it downtown and you're standing outside of the skyscraper and the edifice of the skyscraper undulates with balconies coming off the building at irregular intervals, giving it the look of falling water. Inside, the theme is hammered home by a floor that's merely a path of stepping stones protruding from a three-foot-deep basin of water, forcing one to walk straight from the door to the guards seated by the elevator bank. With their backs to you, speaking to the guard, are two women in three-piece suits oh, and bowler hats. No. One short, one tall. Maybe we can just sneak by them while they're I'm talking. I'm going to wait outside if that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like those ladies. Yep, it's Purvis and Wade, the hench people of Edward Kelly, the alchemist who you have crossed. 
There's got to be another way in. I mean, their backs are to you. Maybe we can sneak, sneak by, by them. I was real stealthy last time. That's a joke. I got caught. <laughs> I, can, I can try to sneak and then maybe let you guys in through the back. Mm, yeah, like a perhaps. service entrance. I just feel like if we stay here, though, they're eventually going to turn around and see us. Well, yeah, you guys would have to walk around back or something so I can let you in. Let's do that. Okay. All right. So Vince and Abe leave going back around till they find a metal service entrance with kind of a loading dock next to it. Sassy. Very lightly, very quietly, sneaking kind of in any in darkness that I can find. It's a, it, it, it is a <laughs> basin of water with stepping stones. So a basin of water with stepping stones. Okay, so the yes, water very... making sound. No, no, no. Uh, you're on the stepping stones. Well, the water is making sound. There are like water features yeah. going mm-hmm. on, uh, but the guard is talking to them, so they're currently distracted. So I'm going to say uh, it is an advantage for you being sneaky, and it's an advantage for you uh, being them having their backs turned to you. So you get two right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get three right now because, yeah. Okay. I got a six. Yeah, that's a yes and. All right, so you get right behind Purvis and Wade, but you're real low down, so the guard doesn't see it. You can overhear a little bit of their conversation. They're talking to the guard, and they say, we're here to see the Brentwoods. They live in 1606. Nice. If you would just let us up, and the guard says, "I don't, uh, I don't know you guys, and you don't have an appointment. You gotta have an appointment to get in here, and you gotta have an elevator key. So you know, if you can't, if you don't have one of these, and he's just waving it in their face, without one of these elevator keys, no oh, dice. Shit. All right, um, I'm not gonna make a grab for it, even though I really want to, because mm-hmm. that's a dumb idea. Um, I'm gonna." I'm going to just sneak by and, and go find the back entrance to let them in and let them know what I've heard. All right. You easily sneak by and you make it to a, the back service entrance and you pop it open. An alarm sounds, but you guys manage to through really quickly mm-hmm. and then it shuts off as soon as you guys get in. It's just one of those little annoying things that don't call the police or anything. Mm-hmm. We need an elevator key. Front guard has one, I imagine. There's got to be more somewhere. There's got to be an office. Any service person would have one. Yeah. Are there stairs that we can go up? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are standing right next to a stairwell. <laughs> we all like look over. I just, I'm so tired from the sneaking. 16 flights. <laughs> it is 16 flights. That we sounds awful. We can do we it. Can do it. <laughs> well, let's see if the door is open. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? Actually, just roll and see if the door is open. Anyone, this is just like roll to see how your luck is. Okay. This one? Yeah, just roll I'm one. I'm so bad at rolling. I've had some good ones, and I, I don't trust that guys. I'll... Yay! Yay! What is it? Six. six. It's a six. Yes, and. All right. Uh, <laughs> as you guys are up There's there. an elevator. <laughs> it's, the stairs are escalators. <laughs> as you guys are pushing, uh, about to push open the door to the stairs, the service elevator next to you opens, and a dog walker comes out with a dog. Uh, yes. And the doors are... We can get the key from that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep hissing at the dog. <laughs> Sorry. Pomeranian. <laughs> uh, but the elevator is open right behind him. Let you go. Yep. Sneak in. And you slip in, and the dog walker is not paid enough to care. <laughs> and then you go all the way up to the 16th floor and come out. And up here, it is just like the Jetsons come to life. Real fast. Yeah, I would like to give Ava a point for this stairs. 
<laughs> the fact that he was willing to walk it out. <laughs> it was really his greatest accomplishment. What you didn't know is I was going to have Sassy carry me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys make it to the top and up there, it's just, you know, the, there are glass. There's glass anywhere that there wouldn't be like an apartment. So you've just got these beautiful views of the entire entirety of downtown Chicago. You've got plants all along the hall. It's like a tropical garden, but it doesn't smell somehow like a garden. It's like lilac perfume in the air. Everything is like mid-century modern, and you reach 1606. All right. So we all have our story? Yes. Let's knock. We're the cops. Well, no. Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop. <laughs> private <laughs> investigators hired by the hospital. Hired by the hospital. <laughs> this story works because we are private investigators yes, and we, we were hired by someone from the hospital. Okay. <laughs> All right, ready? Yes. You want to knock? Go ahead. Abe, what are we? We are private investigators and we're working for the cops. Well, <laughs> it's close that, enough. Just knock. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door and. Or, I'm sorry, you don't open the door like... Oh, it's open. <laughs> Another staircase. <laughs> Same dog walker. Uh, uh, the door is opened by a man with a shaved head and heavy, long eyelashes. He's wearing a deep black V-neck, and he is just about the most handsome man you've ever seen in your entire life. Wow. I'm standing right <laughs> here. You say to his face... <laughs> Your existence insult. <laughs> uh, he looks, he goes, hi, um, wow, uh, can I help you guys with something? You look like Vin Diesel. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I go for. You know, uh, as you can tell from our compliment of nature, we are private detectives hired by the hospital to help find your children. By the child. hospital, yes. Oh, whoa, I'm sorry. Is that what the call was about? You don't know? Which call, just so we don't give you inaccurate information. Oh, no, my wife just, she just ran out of here. I, uh, is that what it was about? Is, is the kid missing? Oh, um, well, actually what happened is hospital security doing complete count. We want to make sure everybody who's given birth recently knows where their children are. Perhaps your wife was just there to go down to, uh, testify that it is your baby. Identify them. And we just want to, we're glad she's on her way. Do you mind if we ask you a few questions? Yeah, come on in. He opens the door a little wider, and the apartment has vast open marble floors and wide bay windows, which would let in afternoon light were it not for all the junk covering the floor. There are appliances, clothes, books, and all seem to have been delivered by it. Amazon or eBay, and there's a lot of them are still lying in their boxes. In fact, you notice Marcus has a big, like, giant monitor for his computer, and it's open to eBay and Amazon. Both both tabs are open. Anything small and of value that I could quickly pocket? Plenty. Uh, cool. What do you want? <laughs> hmm, let's see. Um, you said appliances uh-huh. and... Clothes. Clothes. Jewelry. Ju- yep, those. I'm take gonna the take milk warmer. Jewelry, I will take. <laughs> yeah, to warm up take... like like uh, breast milk that you... Okay. You know, you know what I mean? He's assuming we're keeping the baby. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm assuming that Sassy would like warm milk certain days. We have a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm the asshole. <laughs> She's still so shocked how everybody knows all this baby stuff I don't. <laughs> I'm going to take any jewelry... Um, that I see, and <laughs> anything that looks like um, 
technological maybe like flash drives oh yeah or... there's tons you can uh, actually just roll to see how much of it you pocket one yeah just roll one What'd you get? I got six. A six? God crushing it. I'm crushing it this time. Killing it. (laughs) All right. So you pocket, I would say, about $300 worth of just necklaces and jewelry and, Mm -hmm. you know, little pieces of technology. It's a lot of, like, almost like Sky Mall quality stuff he's got. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what else you notice is his credit card number is up on the screen. Yes, one of the uh, He's got his credit card number up on the one of the Buy It Now pages or, uh, you know, one of the complete transaction pages. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to look around for pictures. I want to see if I can find a picture of his wife hang- on, on a mantle framed, anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Is she equally attractive? Uh, she is also pretty attractive she's like she's a very attractive person but not like this dude this dude is just knocked down drag out gorgeous that eliminates yeah. one theory um what was your theory uh, i'll i'll talk okay, it through when we sure. get out of here um yeah. uh, in fact she seems to be super athletic in the picture it's her doing oh okay i want to say gymnastics uh and she seems so she's really really athletic she's got like really beautiful long curly hair uh but she herself is just like she's. She wouldn't be like a supermodel. Yeah, this guy. Okay. Um, so I ask as I was saying, we were just asking her questions. Uh, I understand your wife just gave birth uh, just the other day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Little Venus. Congratulations. Uh, it is a bit odd. Just and once again, I just have to ask these questions. Uh, Venus was her name. Uh, yeah, Little Venus. Um, it, it it is somewhat unusual for the parents to go home and not take the child with them. Yeah, was there, that were was your, weird. Were you concerned about any illness with the child or? No, no. It was just uh, Tamara wanted to go home and, you know, as she, you know, she kind of caused the shots. Was it something perhaps your your doula may have? Who? Did, I'm sorry. Did you have a doula or a mid, midwife? Or? No, we didn't have a doula or a midwife or anything. See, these are the records that get screwed up, and that's mm-hmm. why your baby's probably fine, just just uh, mislabeled. God, I hope. Yeah. yeah. So, Mary uh, just tore out of here when she got that call. Oh, I understand. She, like, ran to the desk, grabbed a key, and just I, I, gone. As as Vince walks around, he kind of, like, steps over, approaches He's trying to make it seem very natural. Like, he's like, oh, whoa. So buying new baby stuff. Oh, I mean, some of it, yeah. I guess I got a little bit of a habit. Oh, Shopping? Yeah, online shopping. Mm. It's weird, though. Like, it's mostly Tamara's money. She doesn't care, though. She just lets me go. Mm. Do you mind if I ask what either of you all do? Uh, I mean, I'm an Instagram influencer myself. Okay. Of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. I'm not 100% sure what any of those words were. Sorry, this is very important. You're an sure. Instagram influencer? Sure, yeah. What do you think of my outfit? Oh, man, it's, you know, very formal. All right. I wouldn't wear it to, like, Coachella or No, it's all right anyway. Uh, what does uh, Tamara, does she work? No, she, ever since I've known her, doesn't have to. Why is that? She just has money. She just has money. Uh, I have to use the restroom. Which one? Uh, whatever one is closest. All right. I mean, we got... We got some good ones. How many restrooms do you have? Five. Five restrooms in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We could all go at the same time. Yes. Should we Would do that? Yeah. Yeah. How fun. Uh, real fast. I walk over to them as I seriously go to different restrooms. Uh, see if you find any pregnancy tests or ovulation trips. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what an ovulation strip is. <laughs> <laughs> it's to see if you're ovulating so that you can get pregnant. Interesting, interesting. Okay, as you guys are walking around, you don't find any of that stuff. Uh, there's nothing. It looks like any more cool stuff to steal. Yeah, you've got you've got you've got, <laughs> you've got all the stuff. All their right. prescriptions. Uh, but what you do notice is that. Aside from all this clutter, which kind of has some order to it, like it's boxes that have been put places, over at the desk there is a drawer that has just been pulled out and dumped on the floor. Interesting. Who's seeing that? Uh, you both are. Okay. Oh, okay. we are. Yeah. Because we each went to a different bathroom. Yeah, that was towards the back bathroom. Okay. Spence went straight for the master bathroom. <laughs> of course he did. What I wouldn't it? mind looking through their bedroom either. I'll do that as I get out of the master bathroom. So you first. So we're looking through the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh... So as you're pawing through this stuff, you notice that there's very little conventionally interesting about this. It's mostly like a checkbook. Uh, I'm going to take that. Old bank statements. Just It looks like just bank stuff. This is the bank drawer. And but it's open and on the ground? Yeah, it's been dumped out. Looking at the bank statements, can mm-hmm. I see uh, like deposits and where they're coming from? There are no deposits. Is there a lot of money in the account? Yes. Only spend, only spending. Yeah, but even though there are no deposits, one thing actually, Abe, I want you to, I want you to roll for this. Get two because your book's smart. Uh, it's a two and a three, so a yes, but you notice something kind of weird about the bank statements. It's different amounts every single time, but it stays kind of similar. Even though you don't see any evidence of deposits, even though it goes down sometimes, it seems to have co- it comes back up. Even though you don't see any, so evidence. like the total balance is like always similar to what it has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just kind of stays at whatever that is with no deposits or anything in it. Yeah, it seems to sort of hover around there. Uh, but the butt <clears throat> is, uh, Marcus comes up behind you and goes, "Hey, uh, could you like not go through my wife's drawer? I don't know." Oh, it was just on the floor, and I, I thought I would help put it back. You guys just had a baby; it's so stressful. Sure, I yeah. can stop. I I don't have to do that. I'm sorry. I yeah, didn't mean maybe to don't overstep. touch my wife's stuff. She was kind of freaking out earlier, and oh. so. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to put the drawer back for you. Was but. she so upset she threw it on the ground? Uh, she came over here and, like, grabbed a key or something. I don't know what for. And she just tore out of here. You know, she only left, like, I'd say five minutes ago. Mm. She probably actually just got down to the garage about now. Oh. Um, Was she walking dogs? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I suppose maybe we could go talk to her really quick. Can you call her? Uh, and see if she'll come back up. Yeah, I can give her a call. And he like looks around trying to figure out which cell phone is the one he actually has active. Uh, he gives he gives his wife a call, but there is no answer on the phone. Maybe I should just run down. Oh, actually, there she goes. He, he points down. You can see the car pulling away. It's a silver Lexus, and you can see it pulling it out of the garage. Yeah, we don't have a car. Um, in the bedroom, real uh-huh. fast, as I exit, I do take a look, a uh, detailed look around, if I could roll for that. Yeah, sure. Just to see if there's anything. That's a four six. and a six. Four and a six. Okay. Yeah, all right. Give that's... it to me. I won't even ask for specific mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, that's a yes and. So, uh, as you're looking around the bedroom, you see a bunch of, like, congratulations cards and stuff like that, but they aren't displayed like you'd normally expect them to be. You find them actually all tossed in the trash next to the bedroom desk. A lot of them aren't even opened. Great. One thing I do want to take a look at, the congratulations cards, mm-hmm. signatures, 
I want to say from mom, dad, family members, or yeah. if they're from like, so they're from the normal people you'd expect. Okay. Yeah. But you do find one other one, and it seems to be written on kind of roughly made paper. Mm-hmm. And it's more like an appointment card. It has yesterday's date and midnight on it. Okay, perfect. Uh, I take, I keep that card, mm-hmm. uh, and I th- put the rest away, and I rejoin my my partners. Marcus, uh, did you see anybody in the delivery room that didn't necessarily look like a doctor or anything? Maybe looked. Uh... Yeah, there was a nurse. <sighs> a big, strong guy. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. He was stronger than me, but I think I probably look better. You do. You do. You yeah. really do. Also, do I sound like him? Because that's been something I've been super anxious <laughs> about the whole time we're talking. Honestly. Marcus, I, I know it, this is you. You're a unique person. Thank your you. Your voice sounds just slightly handsome. I mean, definitely yeah. more handsome. Than that, yes. That's what I'm shooting for. A slightly more <laughs> handsome voice than that guy. In general, we're just getting more handsome vibe in general. Real yeah. fast, just so I compare, so I can compare and contrast. Can you say quickly, don't steal those babies. Don't steal those babies, dude. Yeah, it's a little it's different. A little the, dude, the, dude <laughs> the dude didn't help you. The dude, yeah, doesn't help you. Sorry, should I take these scrubs off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I, I hate to, to to sour this with all these questions. I, I assume you're very excited. Uh, have you been trying to have a baby for long? Uh, you know, I've wanted to, but actually we weren't planning on having kids. It just happy accidents, right? Yeah, happy accident. What hmm. did she say about when it happened like was she were you guys using i'm sorry this is so personal and i I hope you'll forgive me sure um were you guys using protection uh yeah we were uh we were very big on protection um in fact she uh asked me to um get a she she asked and i agreed to get a vasectomy Mm. but you're just so strong in the Sperms. Why did I say that? <laughs> so strong in this. Vincent like just stares mouth agape, and is like, "Is this my fault? Is this what she meant by be kinder to our clients? Is she going to compliment all of their girls?" I just look. I look at him in the eyes, and I I wink slowly. <laughs> like I said, I would. Uh. Yeah, well, it happened. Uh, <laughs> so I guess so. I'm strong in the sperms. Mm. <laughs> we won't take up any more of your time. Uh, oh, just real fast. This is a bizarre question. We are asking everyone. Uh, leading up to the days before you have delivered, did you get any odd visitors? No, no. Um, not really. There was one guy who showed up with a... I mean, we got a lot of like mail and stuff, but mm-hmm. we got one card delivered express. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can go find it in the. Uh... No, don't worry about that. Like I said, we're just asking everyone. You would be imagined if you said if it's a delivery, that means nothing. Okay, okay. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you should take a look for it. Maybe I'd like to I see it. I don't think that. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Vince, po- like, quietly points at his breast pocket where Marcus no, can't see. It's fine. Uh... Also, this is another strange question for you here, Marcus. Uh, I'm I, I'm a PI. I'm not a doctor. How long was your wife pregnant for? Uh, nine months. Okay. That okay. Was, it was pretty normal. <laughs> just wondering. I, I yeah. never. Uh, I've never. Uh, sometimes I think it's a year, and it's just you know. I never. Yeah, I never yeah, yeah, sometimes okay. they come early as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, it's yeah, a fair. Yeah, yeah. I don't know baby okay. stuff, but I know that one. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now we're just testing James on his knowledge of pregnancy. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> uh, okay, well, thank you so much, Marcus. Hey, 
Cool to see you guys. Hey, hey. follow me on Instagram. Oh, sure will. Yeah. Still don't know what that word means. Do we quickly get a selfie? Oh, hell yeah. Click, click. Uh, I'll just take one with my phone. Oh, yeah, all right. That works too. <laughs> no, no, I just want a picture with him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's for later. <laughs> Vince is going to lie awake at night trying to find Comparing flaws. And <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be some way to crack this code. Something wrong with him. <laughs> but there isn't. He's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and the door softly clicks behind you. Well, here's here's what I surmised. Uh, working on a number of theories, and as I... Cut them off. Real, uh, just real quick. Um, I I did see Purvis and Wade, uh, right? We did. So yeah, maybe we downstairs. should. Oh, you want to go <laughs> out the back? We can take In this. fact, the elevator dings <laughs> as you guys are standing there. Stage left, even. <laughs> you guys bolt down sixteen flights of stairs, and you're back out on the street. So, as I was saying, I just think. That, no, no, no. I went back in the street. Uh, so, running theories, just to say them out loud and see if we can't find anything bad. Mm. Uh, paid for the baby. Uh, they seem to have a, quite a windfall, and perhaps mm-hmm. that. So, seeing there was no deposit. There's just constant money. Just constant, constant money. money. And no deposit. Yes, and so the idea that she she was paid to produce this child, and so then I thought he's so gorgeous. I mean, not more gorgeous than me, but he's fairly attractive. He's more attractive. So we'll, we'll debate yeah. that later. Uh, but if, you're like classic, but he's hot. He's like like, like sexy. Yes. Hot okay, and we're now. all agreed we're equally attractive. So. <laughs> But if she were also of the setting physical specimen, maybe it was something creating some freakish, a horrible, beautiful and strong baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> a beautiful and strong baby really just made me laugh. I, just, <laughs> I really like that. But the idea is, if they were being paid to produce a child, then they would have effort to do that, and they'd be in it together. That's why I would think there would be ovulation pregnancy tests, uh, indications that they had been trying for a while to create that effect. Why did she make him get a vasectomy? Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Is she perhaps prophecy to create some sort of child that she didn't want to create? Because she tried to abandon it. Yes. And now she knows it's gone. Yes. So she's freaked. So she's worried about it. Perhaps the money, you mean money to produce by someone to produce this bizarre child, or was she being paid to make sure she didn't reproduce? And Purvis and Waiter here. Which means that Kelly's involved. So there's something powerful about this child, or at least valuable to someone. Mm-hmm. And I want to remind everyone that the title of this case is The Name Game. <laughs> I don't know why, but I have a, a hand comes out of the sky and smashes Vince into the ground. <laughs> I want to remind everyone that we're excellent detectives and can figure this out without outside knowledge. Mm. The problem is, he doesn't know anything. I'm, my running theory now is he is a kept man. Mm-hmm. That he is he is also kept out of whatever, and she is the one with all the ends. Yes. He couldn't see the doula. Mm-mm. Yes, yeah, so... so but, Which says to me, she may be some sort of fey folker. Oh, right. Or, <laughs> possible, possible. <laughs> it, it possible. Or, or, yeah, could be. Um, there could be another father if he actually did have the vasectomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, oh, what a dummy. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Yes, it's it's. You're the stupid dumb now. (laughs) (laughs) uh. We have a number of theories. Unfortunately, we don't have any leads outside of we have the babies. Why would you cheat on that though? Once again, to produce a certain type of child. Just so hot. Should we try to shake down Purvis and Wade? 
They're Ooh. so strong. <laughs> so we strong could and mean. shake down Purvis and Wade. <laughs> they will one hundred percent kick my ass, <laughs> and did so, at one point in time. Maybe I can. Actually, maybe if I can sneak up behind them. Uh, are you aware of a concept called reverse interrogation? No. All right. Are you doing it now? <laughs> <laughs> Vince slowly shakes his head. Um, hang around. And let me talk to Purvis and Wade when they think they have the upper hand. Okay. And they might reveal something thinking I'm not a threat. Mm. Okay. Interesting. In fact, as you guys are standing there, Purvis and Wade come out the front and door. And I kind of give the indication, like, get out of sight. I'm going to go leap. As dumpsters? What's up? Where can I hide? Uh, there <laughs> are There are uh, bushes. Okay. You know, and... very nice topiary. And, uh, yeah, you can, you're probably hiding them bushes. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Uh, Abe sidles up to the bushes and... As he bends, like, as got he, like, crouches down, down, like, his, his knees popping. Oh, he can It's an audible pop. I would like to say that I cartwheeled beautifully into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so Purvis and Wade sight Vince, and they reach their hands into their pockets, and you can see that they are fitting something around their fingers. Uh, Vincent instead raises his hands like wide to say that he's not doing anything, and then he waves with the right one. Oh, we know that move. Edward told us you love to pretend to be at a disadvantage and then leave little presents all over the office. You may uh, pat me down if you'd like. No, I think we'll probably just take your blood out of your body and let it soak into the gutters. And that's assuming I have blood. What? Once again, your boss made a mistake of assuming what I was. What do you mean? Well, we both know we're here for the child. Yeah. Have you got it? (laughs) If I had the child, would I be standing here waiting for you? Well, we've already shaken down those little necropunks again. Trust me, we've already been there. They don't know anything. Yes, but if you're hiding that homunculus from us, then we'll be wanting it. Or doppelganger, says Wade. <laughs> like, they, all right, they didn't seem very clear. Homunculus or doppelganger, but either way, Edward's going to want to look. You just want the you just want the doppelganger? So it is a doppelganger. I'm we, just surprised you don't want the original child. Who cares about the original child? Don't you know how much it's worth? How much is a baby worth, Wade says. I'm sorry, uh... I just didn't realize your boss was as stupid as to just fall for Hey, that. how dare you, but how, how valuable is that child? <laughs> no, 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 it's all right. Go to your boss and tell them you don't know anything. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, I, we know. We know how valuable the child is. We oh, just wanted to make sure you did. Your information is obviously terrible. Who told you that there was a doppelganger? Ah, uh, the necropunks. So that's all you've got to go on is the word of the necropunks? Well, it's, uh, there were two kids, and they're, they were talking... They came to one of the clubs where we like to hang out. Some of the other magic folk hang out around there, and they were just You're just their here jaws. because you heard some gossip from the Necropunks? Yeah. <laughs> and you think that your boss cares about that? Uh, he's been pretty mad at us lately. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> you need a better information source. I give him my card. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll just hang on to that. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Listen, if your if your boss cares about money, I would do 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 yourself some favor. Have them look up the name Brentwood. The Brentwoods. Well, how about you stay off the case? We're going to follow up some leads on the Brentwoods. You better just mind your business. This right. case is ours. All right, take it. Fine. You know what? I think you can't solve it. Solve what? 
Well, the Brentwood case you just talked about. Well, we just want the we want the homunculus or doppelganger or well, doppelganger. I'm just saying that if you think you're so smart, when you figure out who the Brentwoods is, uh, go ahead and call me. Yeah, right. You'll never figure it out. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, right. Well, just call me when you do. All right, we will. <laughs> and they hop into <laughs> they hop into a green Packard and they head off. Uh, they don't seem uh, hesitant about where they're going. They seem to have a destination in mind. I guess we follow them. Let's go. Yeah. All right. How are you guys going to follow him? You don't have a car? I'm going to uh, need a handout out of this bush. <laughs> uh, uh, flag down, can we flag down the cab? Yeah, no? absolutely. Pretty part of the neighborhood. Yeah. No. Hey, Mac, where do you want to go? Follow that car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fantastic. I get this all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good at trailing cars. Uh, this yeah. is uh, just about, you know, ever since I came from New York, this is... Uh, every... Vince lets his thoughts drift away. That's about I do quickly, like, and it's like, well, I don't think they know anything. They just got a tip from the necromancers, but... Maybe so he doesn't even want their necropunks. As far as he knows, yeah. that's why they don't like you. Is because you get their name. Their name wrong. They wish they were nep- necromancers. Yeah, they true. do. They wish they were. It's aspirational. Um, maybe they have some sort of lead. We might as well follow where they're going. But it doesn't seem like they even know anything with the original Brentwoods. They're just there for. They just the fake were, baby. weren't they seeing the Brentwoods just now? Yeah, and they didn't even realize that. Yeah. Stupid. Why are we following? <laughs> I'm just curious to see where they're going. Maybe they had some other lead that they didn't mention. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you guys follow them a little further into the heart of downtown until you reach the first trust bank of Chicago, which is squatting like a pale toad in the shadow of the exchange. This building tries to evoke the Parthenon, but the guards and the iron turnstiles say clearly that this is the home of the great god money and they don't want him to leave. <laughs> the interior is filled by a serpent of people waiting to get to the teller window. Looking around occasionally, though, you'll see a person ignore the line and walk directly to the great round vault door and greet a smooth, bald man in a luxurious black suit who toys with a ring of keys. Purvis and Wade have gone into the bank, and they're standing looking around trying to find something. You notice a woman who looks an awful lot like the photo is walking up towards this bald man. Is the bald man Marcus? Marcus? No, no, this is a different bald man. Okay. Sorry. He is smooth in a uh, in an oilier aspect. In fact, he's older. He's got uh, round spectacles. He looks, I would say, probably in his mid-50s. Okay. What is it? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? Oh, this is so stupid. Do it. Do it. (laughs) All right. Okay. Where are Purvis and Wade? Uh, Purvis and Wade are standing in the center of the bank, kind of the rotunda area, just looking around, trying to figure out, you know, where I don't think they were as observant as you, so they don't really know what Tamara uh, Brentwood looks like. So she uh, she is just walking past them over to this man. Mm-hmm. She came to the bank and not to get her baby. Okay, I can't wait to see what this, this is. is. Okay, all right. <laughs> I walk up to her and the bald man. Uh huh. Hello, I'm Edward Kelly. I understand that there's a mystical artifact that I'm quite interested in possessing. She's totally taken aback, and the man in the suit goes ashen white and goes, You're, uh, I suppose it's a pleasure to have you here, Mr. Kelly. No problem. You don't mind if my hench people wait out here? No, it's perfectly fine. I didn't think you were in the custom of uh, coming in person. Uh, well, I, if, but it, we have a lot to talk about. I mean, it's a matter of this importance, of course. Well, I'd be, I'd be happy to... Uh, 
Miss Brentwood, if you wouldn't mind waiting, uh, and she looks suddenly very anxious. She really doesn't want to wait, but he is now fully focused on Vince, who he thinks is Edward Kelly. Yes. Uh, and I, t- I turn to uh, Purvis and Wade and just kind of like wave at them. They look at you and they just glare daggers at you. Oh, they seem a bit angry. Mm. I hope that you're not going to give me any news that will make them even angrier. Well, I suppose that depends on what sorts of arrangements we come to. Are you looking to deposit something with us? or I have a variety of artifacts, uh, and I'm looking for a new home for a couple of them. Excellent. And his face just lights up and his teeth just shine like diamonds. And you notice they're actually uh, kind of pointed looking. If you don't mind, I also have an appraiser who would like to look at the security if he was to be moved through. Absolutely. I wave uh, Abe over. Yeah. Abe walks over. Ah, hello, hello. Hello. Um, this is my personal appraiser. Somebody of the power of Edward Kelly would need someone this talented. I appraise things. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, uh, come come down into the vault. Miss Brentwood, if you'll just wait here. I, no, as we please, go down, I, need... I kind of give the nod to Sassy over to... I'm going to approach yeah. Miss Brentwood. Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we'll follow Sassy really quick. Uh, Miss Brentwood seems to be almost in tears as she watches uh, the bank manager's back recede with Abe and Vince. She goes, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. I'm sorry about him. He does this all the time. He's so privileged. Yeah. <laughs> God, this is terrible. I just... Maybe I can help. I just wanted to take a look at a document I had. It's time sensitive. Oh, well, um, and I kind of just like show her my burglary kit. No, it's my document. Well, I know, but you have to wait for him. I could, if you just describe it to me, I could probably go get it for you really quick and no one would notice. And then if I got caught, you would just say it's yours. So maybe be out of here faster. I don't know. Up to you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a great that's a great idea. I I have one of my keys. There's just another lock on the box. Come on, let's go. And she grabs your hand. And she practically pulls you down. What's the hurry? It's time sensitive. Why? She says. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm helping you. I'd like to know. Look, I there's a contract, and I need to just check and see if there is a loophole. Something happened with the transaction, and I need to see if one of the if the loophole if there are any loopholes that let me out of it. I just figured it out. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoy the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at lakeshoreandlimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. Find her on Twitter at Tina Has Tweets. Vincent is played by CJ Tour. Find him on Twitter at CJ Tour. Abe was played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freely. Find me on Twitter at Slouchy the Lion. This work is based on Foo the freeform universal RPG found at http colon forward slash forward slash nathanrussell.net slash foo by Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. 
This episode was recorded at the I.O. Theater. The I.O. Theater is home to Chicago's best improv comedy with shows seven nights a week. They offer classes in improv, writing, and more. Visit ioimprov.com for a full schedule. Our cover art is by Megan McHugh. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.